Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. Yeah, we're almost there. It's almost Friday. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you today. A lot of things to talk about. Uh, obviously, yesterday we told you everybody's waiting for the Fed minutes. Uh, and as soon as they hit, uh, we saw Wall Street fade down again. Gold and silver were, were off. Uh, uh, silver's actually having a really good day today. Platinum's having a really good day today. Uh, but we'll get you updated on those things. But the biggest thing from yesterday was, man, uh, inflation is still going to be a problem. Uh, and then speaking of problems, selling all of the debt continues to be a problem. A The, the worst 20-year auction, uh, and again, now, now 20 years haven't been around forever, but the size of the tail, and again, you know, right, the, the tail wagging the dog here, just know this. I, I, I don't want to get it overly complicated for everybody. Just think about it this way, because it's real simple. The longer the tail, the worse it is, right? So when you sell debt, you want to have a really small tail. In other words, hey, everybody's willing to pay the same price. Everybody's willing to lend the U.S. money at the same price. That's not what's happening. They're like, yeah, nah, now you're going to have to pay more than that. And then, okay, how about, how about can we sell it to you at this price? And then there's a couple of buyers, but then they're like, nah, nah, all right, how about this price, this price? And then next thing you know, you get these super long tails. The worst tail going back to 1987. Of course, remember, right, the 87, that was really the start of the boom and bust cycle, right? That that was, 87 was the, the, the first bust cycle of the, we're off the gold standard. They, you know, they crushed the inflation and then they started, uh, all that debt printing that was under the Reagan administration. Uh, so these are things that we're going to be covering today. 800-951-0592 is our toll free number. Of course, gold and silver, precious metals. It is what we do. Allamericangold.com is the website you know yesterday we, we were running those one gram platinum bars i just want everybody to know uh, i've got 10 cards left so in those cards if you remember you get 25 breakable one gram bars in a car so not not quite an ounce right now platinum's up 14 dollars i'm going to hold that Price. You gotta buy the entire card. I don't have any more of the individual grams, but I do have 10 cards of platinum that contain 25 one gram bars of platinum. Right now, platinum is $898. Let's round it up, call it $900. You can get a card at $895, but I only have 10 cards left at $800. Nine five one zero five nine two. Of course, platinum. Uh, that that is my call for. Hey, what what metal is going to be doing the best over the next say between now and next December? I think it's going to be platinum 
followed by silver and gold, Jason. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, I mean, uh, you made that call for platinum uh, earlier this year, and uh, just just because you made the call doesn't mean it happens immediately, right? And uh, one of the things that you called was that palladium was just going to start dropping. And so if you look at palladium, you, know, you go back to early 2022, palladium was almost three thousand dollars. So it's 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 obvious that what you uh, are, are looking at is that palladium is is going down in you know, in price. And, and, and platinum will be rising uh, based off the shortages that you are seeing. So, uh, I don't know. Metals to me is you stack it as much as you can get any of it. So if, uh, if you're somebody that hasn't had platinum and you thought about it, then this is, this is a great way to jump in because the price is good. And uh, it's also got that barterability, that, that, that prepper element to it. So uh, it's, it's, it's a cool special, Joe. Yeah, plus it's cool. I just want to see them. So we had a bunch of people order them uh, yesterday. Uh, so we're going to be able to check those things out, see what they look like. Uh, but by all accounts, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, do you, do you build your whole, whole portfolio around it? No. Uh, but when you talk about having something else, uh, and, of course, being able to break them off one gram at a time, uh, that that's kind of a, a cool feature. And when you think about you know, gold around nineteen hundred dollars. Normally, you'd be like, "Well, gosh, platinum should be twenty two hundred bucks, twenty one hundred dollars." And we're talking about platinum at nine hundred. And there was a lot of reasons for that. So Jason was talking about palladium before. A lot of palladium was in these platinum mines, and of course, when we uh, started with the the catalytic converters in Asia and in India. They were using palladium. Here we use platinum. The, the there was a big run. Obviously, we need palladium and platinum for solar and all the you know what I'll call the green energy. They were over mining the platinum to get to the palladium because palladium, like Jason, got almost a three thousand dollars today. It's eleven hundred and ninety. So it tells you how far down it's come, uh, but but now they're, they're finding you know the platinum the palladium mines are are now up and running, and so now they're not over mining the platinum anymore. And what we're what we're seeing here is we're starting to get plenty of palladium and not enough platinum, and that's what's going to get this platinum price up and running. And that's why I'm telling you, get into it now. These cards are a great way to do it, $895. When we get back, though, what exactly did the Fed say? What did Walmart say? And what happened at the bond auction yesterday? That's all coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Uh, a quick look in. It started off as a pretty good day. Uh, that looks like that is dissipated here. Uh, Walmart came out with really good earnings, but then their CEO started talking at on the conference call. Uh, the markets hated it, and then word in... Uh, of the bond auctions in trouble there. Right now, the Dow is flat. Uh, it's up 10 points. The S&P is now, uh, I'm going to call it flat as well. It's down a fraction here. The NASDAQ lower now by 50 points. Uh, gold, depending on where you look, uh, gold's up a couple dollars, down a couple dollars, but 1894, 1895. Silver's having a really good day. At one point, uh, silver got above $23. 
Uh, right now up 25 cents, uh, 22.80. Crude oil's up a dollar and a half on news that China's central bank, they haven't done anything yet, but they started talking about, we're going to be, they're, they're doing the whole, let's talk up the markets, the 10-year note. This is where everybody's watching. Has been as high as 4.3 on the 10-year note as it sits right now. 4.29 on the 10-year note. And obviously, the banks don't like this, uh, which is the opposite. Normally, back in the past, banks loved higher rates. Now they hate higher rates. Uh, the Wall Street hates higher rates. And based on the Fed minutes, rates are going to go even higher uh, than Wall Street anticipated. It's gonna, I think we're just now entering that rough water. If you may, well, you know what, this may be a time, listen, get that money out of the bank. I don't know how many more times i got to tell you. How many more downgrades do you need to see? How many more warnings of downgrades do you need to see before you realize what they're really talking about, which is the, the fiat system? That's what gets downgraded. When they're talking about downgrading countries and downgrading banks, they're talking about downgrading the fiat system. Check out our friends over at Y-Refi. It's not correlated to the Wall Street at all. Doesn't care about central bank. Doesn't care about the Fed. You get a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Check them out. Listen, you owe it to yourself to check them out. Invest. Yrefy.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y R E F Y.com. Or call them at 888 Yrefy24. Uh, before we get into it, I do, we did have jobless claims. So last week we had the big spike. And I'm like, man, I don't even trust it, right? Because uh, Ohio had a problem. Minnesota had a problem. This week, uh, down, but not. Not down until four or two thirty nine, two hundred thirty nine thousand first time jobless claims. Uh, and again, I don't know, right? I I don't know because every state seemingly now always has a problem. I don't know why that is. All of a sudden, uh, the one I watched continuing claims did tick up, but nothing to where I'm worried. This 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 was a I would say a neutral jobless claims number, Jason. Not not hot enough for the Fed to like it. Because you got to remember, the Fed wants to see a lot more. Right, think about this. Jay Powell openly says, yeah, we'd love to have a couple million more people lose their jobs. It's, it's nonsense. It's just absolute nonsense. But uh, not hot enough uh, for them to to not have to raise rates more, I guess, for lack of a better term, Jason. Yes. What was that number once again? It was two hundred. What was two hundred? What? Two thirty nine. Two hundred thirty nine. Two thirty nine. And uh, really, to, to to start making people worry about it, you got to get close to three hundred thousand. Apparently, right? That's that's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're 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 a long way away from that. I mean, that's uh. That, that, I just that, remember the COVID that, the COVID days when that number every Thursday was like some gigantic number. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's right, hard to remember right, that was, that two hundred fifty three hundred thousand is significant. You know, I, I remember that what was it six hundred thousand like every single week for a, a oh couple my of gosh, years. Yeah, there were just crazy numbers back. Then. Of course, you know, you 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 were told not to go to work, and then they paid you more to stay at home. Uh, but but anyhow, Walmart. So Walmart came out and said, "Hey, we we did pretty good." 
You know, we had, you know, Home Depot, not so much. Target, not so much. But Walmart said, hey, we did pretty good. You know, same store sales were up uh, uh, about 3%. Uh, they, they did, uh, uh, if you threw gasoline in there, they did a little better. Because remember, gas got cheap. So gas sales kind of fell a little bit, right, as far as dollars go. And people could spend a little more in the store. Uh, but Jason... That's where the good news ended. Uh, then the Walmart CEO uh, came out and said that, uh, hey, things aren't quite what they appear to be, saying that uh, the consumer uh, is, is starting to struggle. And what Walmart is seeing is what they're calling higher income customers are now shopping more and more at Walmart they're said that the consumer, while still spending, they're being, uh, well, discerning in their spending. In other words, what he's saying is, hey, we see a lot of the people buying a lot of the cheap stuff. What, what, what we're not seeing is them stepping up and, and, and buying the, what those, you know, the more expensive, a.k.a. possibly maybe the higher quality products not being bought even at Walmart. Yeah, anytime you talk about people gravitating to buying more Walmart because it's you know cheaper, it's, it's, it fits the budget better. I just uh, I keep thinking of that cart that Pixar cartoon Wally, you know, where the the entire planet is by and large, right? And I think a Demolition Man where every restaurant is Taco Bell, and it just seems like every single year, Joe, we just get moved closer and closer to that, where it's like our choices will be just Walmart. You know, maybe I don't know. Will that ever be? Do we get to the point where it's just Walmart? Do we ever get that far? But but yeah, Walmart thrives in these situations with when when money gets tight because they put a model in place to be all over the country, all over the world, and be the cheapest on the block. They uh, they've they've got it down to a science. They're the McDonald's of department stores, right, Joe? So anytime you see Walmart doing well when economic signs are bad, that's it's just a, you just it's another bad one you throw in the pile, Joe. Yeah, and speaking of bad bond auctions, uh, today now the Bank of Japan, uh, and again, you know, there's, these auctions are always kind of weird because there's so few people there. They had the worst auction tales since 1987. So, Jason, it's starting to grow, right, when, when, uh, uh, the U.S. has a problem selling its debt. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it, that everybody else is probably going to struggle to sell their debt, right, which is why why Fitch is probably coming out and saying, hey, we're getting ready. Not only are we going to downgrade all the banks, we're downgrading the banking sector. Heck, we're downgrading countries. Well, I remember uh, when the Internet first got up and running, Joe, and uh, right, be- right before, you know, eBay really got up and running, right before the you know, Internet markets, you know, really sprung up in the, t- <clears throat> the turn of the century. Remember Beanie Babies? Isn't that kind of like what uh, U.S. debt is turning into? <clears throat> Excuse me, is Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies was like the hottest thing, and people were paying hundreds of dollars for these things. And then suddenly here came the Internet, and that thing you paid a 1000 bucks for, there's, there, it's littered on the Internet for 50 bucks. And it just crashed it. And when you're holding an asset that has no value or it has very little value and everybody wants to sell all at once, 
what are you going to do, right, Joe? It's just going to drive the value down, and this is what we're going into, <clears throat> a debt crisis. Yeah, and, and again, as we're watching these auctions everywhere, right, this is, this is just the problem. Everyone's got to sell debt, not just us. Everybody does. And now all of a sudden, everyone's got the same problem. You know, we laugh. You know, the Japanese 10-year note is is at 0.656, right, 0.656. And we laugh. you got to remember, this, this was a 10-year note that was negative for most of the last four or five years, right? This is, this is, this is a big, big problem uh, for a country like Japan. It, and, of course, now today sitting there like 10 years ago, back above 4.3. Big headlines out there. Mortgage rates, oh, my gosh, going to 8%. Listen, I think they're going higher than 8. I, I, hate, I don't want them to, but I think, I think that's what the reality is going to be uh, as we watch all of this in the FOMC minutes. Now, get ready. This is what we're down to. Now, I don't make this stuff up, okay? I, I just tell you what they say. Uh, now, I may make fun of it or tell you, hey, by the way, uh, they're not really telling you the truth. But believe it or not, this is what they came up with when it came to the Fed minutes. They were counting the number of what they would consider dovish sentences and the number of hawkish sentences okay so so think about this so what they're saying is everybody oh well that sentence means rate hikes are coming to an end well that sentence means rate hikes are not coming to an end apparently they counted them and they you know they they oh, let's say there's one for the doves oh oh Two, two for the Hawks. Oh, there's another one for the Doves. Three for the Hawks. Two for the Doves. And here's what they came up with. There were no more Dovish sentences than there was in the previous uh, statements. Okay, so these are the Fed minutes. So they said, hey, this is got the same number. You know, six weeks ago, they had ten dovish ones. They got ten today. Twelve weeks ago, they had eight. They got ten. Twenty-four weeks ago, they had eleven. They got ten. It's the same. What wasn't the same was apparently, Jason, how many hawkish sentences there was. There was... The most hawkish sentences in the Fed minutes going all the way back to the January meeting, which just kind of tells you that even the central bank knew, oh, we're just fooling you, right? We, Jason and I explained it to you. We had huge numbers that rolled off of last year. We had 8-6, I mean, big numbers that fell off. And, of course, we had some cheap gas for a little while. All of that, Jason, is coming to an end. And now, all of a sudden, in these Fed minutes, all the hawkish statements started back up again. 
Yeah, and the big numbers still have a few more months before they drop off, and uh, and then then we'll see, right, Joe? If if the uh, the three point two percent for the uh, year over year, if that's if that's gonna stay, if that's gonna stay there, and uh, when you hear uh, about China wanting to print money again, which we talked about a lot yesterday, makes you really start to think that the uh, the inflation is uh, they've I guess there's a calm there's a calm in the storm right now, but it's it's coming back. That's that's the biggest problem that the Fed has is is the uh, the inflation because they they could they could have declared victory and started talking about pausing and maybe lowering here in a few months or maybe early next year, but they can't talk like that because they don't know about the inflation. I think that's one thing they they really don't know for sure, Joe, about the inflation. I think they know a lot. And I think they're planning and and scheming a lot of things, and I think they know where it's headed, but the timing of it and how much inflation is still to come, I think that's you know when you printed that much money like they did in 2020, how how could you ever know exactly how much inflation is going to come? It's, it's you know it's it's uh, they're a little bit on the uh, the roller coaster ride with us a little bit, right? Only two of the 18 members wanted to hold rates where they were today. All the rest said they need to go higher. So there you have it. We'll be back right after the break. We're back here, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, we've got five cards, the Platinum One Gram cards. They're like a, like almost like the like a credit card. You get 25 one gram bars in the card. Uh, they're $895 uh, for the card. Uh, right now we've got uh, platinum. Let me just check here. Uh, trading right around nine hundred dollars. So uh, you're going to be able to get a a you know buy grams of platinum for really the same prices and and even today probably a little cheaper than you could buy like a one ounce platinum coins. But I've only got five of those cards left at eight hundred ninety five dollars. And then today's special, finally getting some movement here on $20 gold, down $35. It's going to say $35 today. $20 liberties at $2,150 at $800-951-0592. A great opportunity to continue to stack it up here as, again, what are we waiting for? When is gold? When is silver? When's the big move going to happen? It's very simple. As soon as they crash it, right? The higher these rates go, the higher gold and silver are going to end up. I, I just, it just, that's how uh, it's going to work. And, and again, at least for right now, labor market's still too hot. Inflation really didn't go away, and I think that's the biggest problem. Uh, Wall Street now going, picking up steam here. Dow's down, down 30 here uh, as the markets are starting to come to the uh, conclusion, Jason, that this soft landing, that inflation was, it was almost over, really. I don't think inflation, not only A, is it not almost over, I don't think we get, we may never get to two percent again. I don't know if I lost. I don't know if we'll ever get to two percent. I don't know if we'll get to two percent again either. I mean, uh, 
part of me thinks that uh, that they've corrected to a point where we'll see a dip below two percent uh, before the inflation comes back. But then part of me thinks that there's so much messed up that that we're going to bounce off this three percent. And like you said, the big numbers dropping out. There's still a few big numbers to drop off. So so maybe 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 they can get that. That in, you know, maybe they, they get to three percent, two and a half percent, maybe. But if you get to that two percent target inflation, they may not get there. And, and here's the thing: if the inflation comes back before they get there, what are they going to do then? And, and that means rate hikes, more rate hikes, and more damage to the economy because they, they want to stop. They want the inflation to stop. They want to stop the the, uh, the rate hikes, and they want to ha- have this this party they've been throwing over the last twenty years. They, they I think they would love to get one more cycle in. But I have I get more of a feeling, Joe, that this party is over. I think they know the party's over. This is what we're getting ready for, and uh, higher rates are going to be here to stay. You know, I, all these optimists out there in, in all kinds of markets, just not just not just stocks and bonds and things like that. It's just all kinds of. I, I'm looking at collectible. I, thought, I said this one like last week. I saw collectibles markets. These people are talking about. Well, the Fed's going to lower rates maybe next year for sure, or maybe earlier than, than uh, later this year. And then we're going to see people buying back into our industry, and it's like, man, these these people. I don't. For them to just assume that what happened over the last twenty years since the the economic crash for housing in two thousand eight, for them to just assume it's just going to keep on going. You know, they tested the waters with the oh one dot com crash, right, Joe? And then they kind of got the rates back up, and then it's just been they tease you with rates, and it goes back to zero, and everybody just wants to party on. Is this going to keep happening? I, I don't think so. I think we're looking at a new permanent change. And how we're going to be doing business, Joe? Well, and again, I think it's the death of fiat. That's what, really what we're talking about. Uh, we're going to go to digital. Um, I, I don't think it's on accident that we're getting the rating agencies who remember they were asleep at the wheel last time. Uh, Wall Street has always had this reaction. The the matter of fact, a lot of the reaction that I'm having uh, that I'm seeing right now. Reminds me a lot of 2007. I mean, think about 2007. The Fed was raising rates, got to five and a quarter. Ben Bernanke, right now, there was a Fed meeting that had occurred. It was in August. And he was out there saying, hey, we're getting ready to hike again at the next meeting that next meeting was october and of course there was no rate hike and it, and then lehman brothers fell right and then all of a sudden uh we had the financial crisis of 2008 and wall street was near the top i mean look at what happened i mean we just had wall street rally and got close to you know close to the highs that it had a few years ago and everybody's kind of scratching their head because they're like, well, wait a minute, though. You know, uh, housing is, is at, a, at a standstill. Defaults are rising. Credit card balances are at record highs. Uh, denials. Banks are now denying people car loans and, and line of credit and all of this other stuff. And yet they're acting like everything's going to, and to your point, Jason, well, they're going to start raise, lowering rates at some point. And, and the, the realities are, I think a lot of people are in for a very, very rude awakening and, and very, and it always, I don't know why it always is this way, but it always is. It's never gradual, is it? 
right? Nope. It seems like it's always, all of a sudden, in a matter of days, something changed, and next thing you know, uh, you're just in this down cycle. Uh, and, and I'll just call it what it is. The wiping out of people's wealth just seems to come like an avalanche. And I think that it, we're doing it again. I think we're doing it again also. I, I think uh, some of the stuff that's been going on, I mentioned this the other day also, that I, I think there's some price controls that are being baked into this thing early. The lack of production of oil in this country and all of the so-called pipelines going down and attacks on Russian oil, you know, exports, you know, so, so there's just let it be less oil. Well, it's good to have less oil if you're selling oil and there's a market crash and, and then the price of oil should be a dollar, a dollar a gallon for, for gas. No one that produces oil is going to want to produce oil for that much. So you, you squeeze the amount. Same thing with food. You have all this food production going down. I remember all the warehouses burning up the last couple of years, Joe? Sure seems like they want to keep the price at a certain level. Yeah, we're inflated now, but when demand destruction comes, right, the price will go down if people don't have money to buy stuff. You know, they have to buy food, they have to buy gas, they have to pay the rent. But, Joe, that, those prices could go way down if there's a huge supply of stuff. So it's pretty interesting how suddenly there's just less food and less oil, you know. It's less just interesting, but right before right? a big crash. Less everything. Right before a crash. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Stay tuned. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News. Patriot Radio News, our Joe and Jason. Uh, really quickly, Patriot, uh, we are now on Rumble as well. Just uh, search Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, you'll find us there on Rumble. Uh, the Half Empty Cup, which is what Jason and the show Jason and I do right after this. We will be making our Rumble debut soon. Uh, we won't be on YouTube with the Half Empty Cup because I'll just... They'll just ban us and censor us, but uh, we'll, we'll be on Rumble with the half-empty cup coming very soon. We'll keep you updated. Uh, today's special, the $20 gold piece, all the way down to $21.50 now at 800 951 The last day, silver dimes at $100. Silver's having a really good day here. Up uh, 22 cents as, listen, for silver, I'll just say this. Sooner or later, the supply-demand fundamentals are going to come like a freight train. Uh, they're not changing. Uh, demand is outpacing supply in silver at an astonishing rate. And, and uh, listen, they don't want the price higher. I get it, right? J.P. Morgan controls it. Uh, but when the year-end numbers come out, it's going to be pretty simple math here. Uh, so, so keep adding. Same thing with platinum. Add while you can. Gold, add while you can. Uh, because it's the same. Like Jason, you know, we were just talking about it. There's seemingly, there's no supply of anything, right? You know, there's not enough oil. Why does gas got to be four and a half dollars, right? Russia blew up some more grain silos and what is food beef, right? We had Bill Roberts on the half empty cup last week telling us, hey, the cattle herds are decimated and, and, uh, they're not growing because they're, they're getting paid so much, uh, for their, uh, 
not even fully grown calves yet, right? I mean, yeah. it, it's crazy stuff that that's out there. We can't, you know, the show's only an hour with commercials. It's like 42 minutes. We can't cover it all, uh, all the time. But I'll just leave you with this. I want you to think about this. As we talked about tails at auctions and the, the government having to sell records amounts of debt. But guess what? The Chinese need to sell their debt. The Japanese need to sell their debt. The Europeans need to sell their debt. It, are you getting that debt, 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 debt? Our banks have a huge problem. Something else that came out this week that they don't want you to really know about. The FDIC and the Central Bank and the Treasury, of course, got to have Janet Yellen involved. They're, they know the banks are undercapitalized. Right? Well, but you had Dodd Frank. You said that this wasn't a problem. And they're talking about, well, gosh, how do we do this? Because if we make the banks get to the uh, what they feel is the appropriate capital level, it will it will put a thousand banks out of business overnight, right? Just just like that, uh, and and so the, the, you need to be aware of these things, because like I said, I don't know what the next Lehman moment's going to be. Right? It it, it may be something here. It may be something in Japan. It may be something in Europe, something in China. I, I, I don't know. But think about what's happening in the world, right? Yesterday we told you about Argentina. They had to devalue their currency by 18% overnight. Could you imagine? You know, you had a uh, 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 $100, right? Hey, this, this, for $100, I get... X amount of food. And you show up the next day, and they essentially tell you, oh, you want the same amount of food? I need $120 yeah. in one night. right? In, in one night. I freaked out the other day. Why does gas got to go up 20, 20 cents a gallon in one night? Right. Joe, it's like you go you go test drive a car, and you, st- you, t- you tell the, uh, the salesperson, oh, I'm going to go home and think about it. You go there the next day to buy it, and it's $24,000. Yeah. I mean, a gallon of gas. You went to bed, it was $5. You woke up, it was 6 This is what happened. And they said, we're not going to export any, one of the largest beef exporters in the world. Not exporting. India, the largest rice exporter, we're not exporting, right? And this is happening in country after country after country. And, and, and what have we done? What are we bragging about? Oh, look how great, look how resilient the economy is. We got a $2 trillion budget deficit this year. That's what it's going to be. $2 trillion. Right? How great is an economy that's got a $2 trillion budget deficit? And I got news for you. The economy is slowing down. With a two trillion dollar budget deficit, you know, last year it was it was one point four trillion, and now we spent what another six hundred billion, and the economy's gotten worse. 
And I think next year, we're going to spend another $600 billion. It'll be even worse, right? I mean, this is kind of the thing when we, when we talk about We all know it's not payable, right, already. It's, it's, it's not. And this is why, to Jason's point, this going back to zero, I don't think that works. I don't know that we can. Can we pull that trick off again? That's going to be the really interesting question. Right? Because that's always been their playbook. Up, oh, economy's slowing down. Lower the rates. Up, oh, it's getting better. Raise them. Up, oh, it's slowing down. Lower them. Up, oh, it's getting better. Raise them. Lower them. Raise them. Lower them. Are we unable to lower them the next time around? I think we're getting close to that, aren't we? Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. The ten-year note now four three two. That that's the highest I've seen it so far today. That is the highest uh, going back to uh, at least oh seven. Um, you know, when we we're talking about uh, Ben Bernanke. Of course, then we had an inverted yield curve. Remember. Uh, it may actually be the highest since 06, uh, but I'll, I'll check it out. But either way, we're in a very similar predicament, aren't we? It's not, not everything's the same. But when we look at it, we've had an extended period of yield curve inversion. We have massive debt. Well, the one thing that's different, the size of the debt. I mean, 08, what were we? I, I don't know, 6, 7 trillion, maybe 8 trillion, right? When you take the Fed's balance sheet now, we're over 40. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to hit 33 trillion, right? What, what are we? I think we're at 32.7 trillion dollars in rising. And Jason, the question is, can we go back to zero? Would people want to buy? debt that is unpayable and not get any interest for it. I mean, look at what Fitch did. Hey, you're not AAA, right? You're not AAA. Uh, and, and when you're not AAA, you don't get the best rates. And, and I, I don't know, again, like I said, I, I, to a horrible depression, yes, we could go under 2%. I don't think we're going to get the lucky math 2%. Right? Well, they were hoping for some lucky math 2%. Uh, and then I think oil and then all the food stuff kind of ruined their little party. But that is going to be, I think, you know, for me, it's pretty clear. We're going to have another crash because that's the cycle. That's, I didn't create this. This is the, this is the economic model they created. I just, we just, we can debate on what that catalyst is going to be, right? But another one's coming. I think what I'm more worried about is what is going to happen the next time, because I don't know that we can go to the old standby, which is, okay, let's bring rates all the way back down, let's start the printing presses again, right? Let's have the government, what are we going to run, a $4 trillion deficit? I mean, I, I, I pick a number, Right, uh, start quantitative easing again, blow up the Fed's balance sheet. I just don't know that uh, you only can play that card so many times. 
before people are like, yeah, you know what, I'm done playing this game. Joe, there'll be an economic reset that that's been in the works. You know, the last time there was a, a global economic reset was they called it World War II, and uh, I don't think it'll be World War II this time. You know, like you said, what, what's going to set it off? Or what are they going to blame? Who are they going to point their fingers at? But but it's going to happen, and, and I, I don't think America or the Fed can do what other countries have done, which is let's just drop some zeros, right, when things start to really get inflated. So it'll be one of those things where, hey, we got this, things are crashing and burning, and there's people on the streets and no jobs, and people are out in the streets, and and uh, much worse than 2008. You know, that, that's where we're headed for. And they're going to have this knight in white, you know, riding a white horse, and it's going to be an international or national, you know, digital currency. This will save you. This is your Superman. And instead of dropping zeros, they'll drop zeros into this currency. That's how it'll look. And we'll beg for it, right? We'll beg for it. That's how bad it'll be. 800 951 592 